Every podcast topic is crafted and led with the thought of you in mind. And just like this podcast, I also have a published book. It's called Without Ruin, Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman. You know, pearls are so precious you would want to protect them. But the same cannot be said about these pearls of wisdom that I've gained along the way. In my book, I've covered all the bases for living a life free from sexual compromise. I want you to have these pearls and I want you to pass them on to others around you. If this 30-second plug has captured your attention at all, you need to get the book Without Ruin Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman. Written by me, your host, Berthina Jackson. Head to Amazon.com to get your copy. Ladies, your natural instinct is to worry. You worry about your children, your health, your relationship, and everything else under the sun. It's a classic case of worry wart syndrome. If you tend to worry needlessly, you are not alone. Welcome to the She Strives with Faith podcast with Berthina Jackson. Berthina is a two-time divorcee, single mother, and war veteran who suffered from anxiety, but learned to let go and let God. Berthina will share captivating and down-to-earth conversations on how to strive by faith. Here's your host, Berthina Jackson. everyone. Welcome back to the She Strives with Faith podcast. Hope you are having a great day. Hope you are just blessed beyond blessed. I know that God has been good to you because God has been good to me and God is just good all the time, right? So listen, last month I wasn't able to record a podcast. I got busy. The holiday was upon me. Thanksgiving came up on me so quick and it was just really a busy month. So does it sound like I'm making an excuse? Eh, probably so. But I feel that it's an, a legitimate excuse, okay? We all get busy sometime. But I am back for the month of December, and I hope that the information that I share with you will be helpful. Listen, I did not call this a candid conversation for nothing. So if it seems like I'm all over the place bouncing around, please forgive me. Please forgive me. But I hope that you'll be able to gain something from this podcast, something that you can use in your own personal life, something that will help you. Okay, we're going to get into this. I have titled this Loving Yourself Unselfishly, or maybe I will title this Unselfishly Loving Yourself. Uh, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. So. Here's a question. Where do you go when you want quick information on how to love yourself? Some of you may read a book. Some of you may go to Google. I have to be honest. I go to Google sometimes just to get the information to see what other people are saying, right? Sometimes we'll ask friends and family. Sometimes we just know what we need to love ourselves, right? But the thing about Google is that you get the same old answers, such as take a vacation, uh, practice meditation, 
Treat yourself to a spa day. Go get your hair and nails done. Go get a pedicure, manicure. And yes, those are good things to do. Ain't nothing wrong with treating yourself to a vacation or a spa day. However, going to the spa and going on vacation is a temporary fix. What it teaches you is how to spend money. That's just my opinion. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with that either. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. But there is a whole lot more to be said about loving yourself unselfishly than what's reported on Google or from a blog or from family members or from reading a book. Does that make sense? I hope so. Before I recorded this episode, I searched Google and my Bible, of course. And here's the thing. What God has made is good. He made you. He made me. I love who I am and I won't complain. I'm not being conceited. I've learned to love myself unselfishly so I can give a whole bunch of love to family and friends. Self-love means you appreciate and you bask in your identity. There's a passage of scripture that says God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. We were called by God to embrace our identity in Christ and walk in love, righteousness, and purpose. So don't you dare make any excuses for who you are. We are not going to do that. Not today. You know, that's like telling God he made a mistake and God doesn't make mistakes. I want your mind to line up with your words. Say this, say this right now. I love who God created me to be. Go ahead, say it loud so everybody in your house can hear it. What I know to be true is that women who love Jesus love themselves and they think differently. They're not self-critical just because they made poor decisions. They don't hate on themselves. So stop being so hard on yourself. You are who you are. You are human. And there isn't a human being on this earth who hasn't failed at something. That's how you learn. And let's get this straight. You don't need to justify who you are to anyone. Be genuine. Be a woman with integrity. Be honest. Love yourself by cutting yourself some slack when you are when you are less than perfect. Don't define yourself by your looks because those will fade. Don't define yourself by your achievements because really at the end of the day, Nobody cares. And I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm just speaking reality. We have got to learn to see and value our beautiful soul, our kindness, the fact that we're caring and compassionate and that we are creative and we're intelligent. Listen to this. In the book of Psalms, David writes in chapter 139, verses 13 and 14, for it is you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been fearfully and wonderfully made. 
Do you know the Hebrew definition of wonderfully made means unique and set apart? Set apart means set apart from everything else in order to do a job. Set apart for a special purpose or to make someone seem distinctive. You know, just like a toothbrush is, toothbrush is used to brush your teeth and not for someone else's mouth, a coffee pot is used only for coffee, right? Both items are set apart for a specific purpose. And so are we. We are set apart or sanctified and dedicated for God's use. Honey, you and I are wonderfully made. We are not a copy of any human, but we are made in the image of God. I kid you not. Chapter one in the book of Genesis, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Now, you're probably asking, what in the heck does this have to do with loving ourselves? Girlfriend, if God made us in his image, it means that every human being is physically beautiful. Each of us, you and me, and all the other sisters in this world are wonderfully a reflection of God's own perfect beauty. It means every mind and personality is beautiful, created with intention by God. It means every soul is beautiful because each one of us is literally born of God and we're children of God. We are children of God who long for connection and relationship with God and other human beings. It doesn't mean we're perfect because we're far from being perfect. And though we are not God, we remain deeply beloved by God and called through Jesus Christ to receive healing and wholeness. Now, what I just said should bring a big smile to your face. When you look in the mirror, girl, what you should see is a beautiful reflection staring back at you because God is the essence of love. And so are we in love. We are not to covet what others have. We are to show kindness, go about doing good, live a humble life without complaining. When we love unselfishly, we don't brag Because Jesus never bragged about who he was, although he could have overpowered anyone he ever came in contact with, but he didn't. In love, we obey the Lord. You see, because love is a core attribute of God. It's a core aspect of his character. And everything he does is loving, just, and right. So, honey, there is no reason why we can't love unselfishly if we receive Jesus as our Lord, as our personal savior, because Jesus gives us the ability to love as he does through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, honey, from now on, when you look in the mirror, I don't want you to criticize your straight, kinky or curly hair, the shape of your nose, lips and cheekbones. Honey, because what God made is worth loving because it's beautiful. You are beautiful. Stop complaining about the pimple on your chin or the size of your lips and hips. Stop complaining about how big your feet are. Okay, y'all like, well, really, Berthina? Really? Well, yeah, I have to bring that up because I have big feet. 
And I complain about my big feet all the time because anytime I go to the store to look for a shoe size 10, girl, all the shoes for size 10 are gone. The cute shoes anyway, they're gone. So yeah, I do complain about that. But then I realize my size 10 shoe complements my body. Anyway, I often wonder when I do go in the store, if the shoes are all gone, I wonder if God is trying to tell me I don't need any more shoes. Hmm. You think? (laughs) Anyway, I might be bouncing around a little bit today. So, but bear with me. Stay with me, y'all. Here's a scenario. Imagine this. Have you ever gone to Lowe's or Walmart or Home Depot and walked down the section where the light bulbs are? Do you know there are so many types? There's the LED, the ACFL, the halogen. You've got outdoor lights and indoor lights, different colored lights. They come in various sizes and shapes. But guess what? They all serve the same purpose, to light up a dark space. I look at us as being light bulbs that light up a room. Wherever we go, we light up the room. You and I, we are the light bulbs in this world. It doesn't matter what shape of light bulb you are. Let your light shine before all men in order that they may see your holiness and glorify God. Yes. Yes. Think about that. We are the light, girl. And here's something else. Love is more than just a word. It is an emotion that involves action. Love is a way of life. Because when you love, you love yourself unselfishly. You become considerate, generous, and less self-serving and self-seeking and self-centered. When you love unselfishly, the light of God will naturally shine through you. Your confidence will stand out. So sister, come out, come forth and shine your brilliant light. Love yourself because you are wonderfully and fearfully made. And for all my sisters who can't get over rejection, you must be intentional about letting that stuff go. Love will help you heal. As long as we are still reflecting on how many times we have been rejected, we will never be able to love ourselves. We must ask ourselves, is it benefiting us to be thinking about past rejection? No, it's not. Instead, it's making us defensive. We've become chronic complainers, judgmental, distrustful. But it does not have to be that way. Girlfriend, when you value what's, with, um, what's within you, then it's much easier to, to not take others' rejection personally. Other people's rejection rarely has anything to do with us. So I think it's time to get over it. For my sisters who were adopted, you are having a tough time getting over the fact that your biological parents did not want you. They gave you up and you've been walking around feeling unworthy, unloved, unwanted for years. And now you have trouble forming emotional attachments. You don't easily love others and deep down you don't love yourself. I understand. I feel your pain. I see your hurt. 
But I want you to know that when God formed you in your mother's womb, it was not an era. He had special plans for you, girl. He allowed you to be born. So clearly there is something for you to do in the earth. So don't continue to carry the weight of not knowing who your parents are. If you were adopted by a loving family who loved and cared for you like you were their own flesh and blood, be grateful and love who you are because as a result of their kindness, you are who you are, fearfully and wonderfully made. And by the way, in love, God predestined us to be adopted as his sons and daughters through Jesus Christ. That's even better than you being adopted by people who were not your biological parents. That being said, we are all equal in the eyes of God and he has called you worthy. Whew, that's, that, that right there gave me goosebumps. He has called you worthy. You may be asking yourself, How can I naturally love myself when my husband told me I was an ugly, worthless piece of garbage? What if he told me no other man would want me if I left him? He said I was a terrible mother or that I would not survive by myself without him. Hmm. Well, that's the same thing I Turner told Tina Turner and look at what happened. Look at where she's at. Look at what she's accomplished. I'm just saying. You say, how can I love myself when my mother and my father told me that I would not amount to anything? I would not do anything worthwhile in the world because I'm stupid. You feel worthless. You feel like there is no purpose for you. But see, that's the result of believing things you've heard from others. And there is a verse in 1 Peter, 1 Peter, that shows us how Jesus' sense of worth was determined not by what others Others thought of him, good or bad, but by the truth expressed by the Lord God. Girl, you were chosen by God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I want you to get that into your head. And remember, words have power. How are you loving yourself? How am I loving myself when the words that come out of my mouth are critical and self-defeating? Why do I insist on believing what is not true? Why do I still remember that my father abandoned me when I was an eight-year-old little girl? My father never told me he loved me, nor told me I was pretty. So guess what? When I start feeling like that, sad and depressed, I remind myself that God said I am fearfully and wonderfully made and he loves me. God thinks I am worth loving. God thinks you're worth loving. He said, you and I, we are clothed with strength, girl. We speak wisdom. We do noble things. It's at this point that we find ourselves asking, God, are you talking about me? You you said, I speak wisdom. You said, I'm clothed with strength. I'm worth loving. Yes, absolutely we are. There are no contradictions with God. He said what he said and nobody can argue and debate what's in his word. 
And let me say this, most of us naturally already love ourselves, sometimes too much. Now that could be a sign that we might be a little narcissistic. (laughs) But anyway, according to scripture, when Jesus tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves, he wants us to give our neighbor the same attention we naturally give to ourselves. For instance, if I cut my finger and I go to the hospital, that's self-love. In the same way, Jesus is saying it's easy for us to get wrapped up in our own needs that when someone else cuts their finger, it's easy for us to be indifferent. I hope that makes sense. So ladies, let's do our best to love and care for others the way we do ourselves. Yeah, it might not be easy, but with God, all things are possible. Love is action. It's an action word. Also, loving yourself means you can say no with a serious face. It's okay to say no to some things that don't benefit you. You don't have to feel guilty or ashamed to say no to activities that would tarnish your good reputation. Things that you know God wouldn't approve of anyway. Bottom line, be able to say no and walk away knowing you made the right decision. That's it. Nothing more to say about that. Listen, y'all, this is a good topic, okay? But I promise I am almost at the finish line. One final thing, one final point I want to give you. Having self-love goes hand in hand with self-awareness. Recognizing that you are not perfect. You have flaws. You sin. You have your good days and your bad days. And when that happens, you have to maintain your peace and joy. You have to be able to say to yourself, girl, your value is not determined by what others think of you or what you think of yourself. Girl, your value is determined by how God views you. I say those words to myself and I reflect on that and I believe it. Because I know I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I can love myself unselfishly because God loves me and Jesus lives in me. And it's not about pride. It's not about being conceited. It's not that. Sister, by faith, we need to receive God's love for us. We already love ourselves. Now let's work on denying ourselves and letting God love others through us. When God sent his holy son, Jesus, to this earth earth to bear your sin and mine on the cross, he put a price tag on us. He declared the value of our soul to be greater than the value of the whole world. That is so deep. That is, mm, that's good. Wow. So whose opinion are you going to accept? Once we receive his love, we will never have to compare ourselves to others. We will never have to focus on whether people love us or not. We will love ourselves unselfishly and become channels of God's love to others. That's it. That's all. It's that simple. Now, before I thank you for listening to me ramble, (laughs) um, 
I have a question. Have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If you haven't, now is the time because tomorrow is not promised. Beloved, let's do this now. Let's go for it. Say this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I am a sinner. I repent of my sins and I need your forgiveness. I believe you died in my place and rose from the grave to make me new and to prepare me to live in your presence forever. Jesus, come into my life. Take control of my life. Forgive my sins and save me. I place my trust in you alone for my salvation, and I accept your free gift of eternal life. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I have prayed. Amen. Congratulations. Welcome to the family of God. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, listen, thank you so much for listening. It has been a pleasure talking to you. I hope you enjoyed the chat and I hope it was helpful. And we'll chat again next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the She Strives with Faith podcast. To hear more about how you can tap into the power of striving with faith, join her next week. If you found value in the episode, give her a rating or tell a friend about the show. Follow Berthina on Facebook and Instagram for a more personal chat. Until next time, strive to keep faith alive. Thank you so much for listening. It was really great spending time with you. Once again, I'm Berthina Jackson, author of Without Ruin, Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman, purchasable at Amazon.com. Feel free to reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram. I look forward to hearing from you. Till next time, Berthina. Berthina.